Hey, Bridgetown Church, John Mark Comer here with the Bridgetown Daily for Monday, March 16th, 2020. Good morning or good afternoon, whatever time of day it is for you. Welcome to week one of, there's no official name for it, but the coronavirus lockdown and day one of a new little podcast initiative that we're just calling the Bridgetown Daily. And I don't know, I had this idea a few days ago as I was in prayer, just thinking about what's on the docket for the next few weeks, and we really don't know, but it's very likely that we're all kind of locked up in home very soon. And I know a lot of people feel anxious and a lot of people feel scared, and it makes perfect sense. And a lot of people are under quarantine at home and don't feel safe to go out with COVID-19 and all of that. So we thought maybe just a short five, seven minute meditation, thought from scripture or a quote or from the life of a saint with a little prayer exercise, just coming into your podcast every single morning from Bridgetown Church to remember that you're not alone. Even if you are alone in your home or apartment, you're not alone. You're part of a community of followers of Jesus from our city and from all over the world. So as we think about kind of our our first little meditation, you know, the scripture that keeps coming to my mind the last few days is Revelation chapter 1. Now, Revelation may be the last place you would expect to look to for comfort in a kind of scary time. Revelation is literally the apocalypse in Greek, and some people call it the apocalypse, and it's full of wars and rumors of war. It's literally full of plague and famine and economic woe. And so, again, Revelation is likely the the last place you look for comfort in a time of fear. But actually, it was written to comfort followers of Jesus who were facing violence and death and persecution under the Roman Empire, as well as wars and rumors of wars and plague. This is the ancient Mediterranean world where stuff like this was very normal. It was the rule, not the exception to the rule. And there's a beautiful line in Revelation chapter 1, the very beginning of the apocalypse is not a prophecy of the future or of dire or of plague. It's a vision of Jesus. John, the apostle, is on the island of Patmos and he is all alone. He is in prison on an island where he was basically marooned, for lack of a better word, of Patmos. He's all alone. He's locked up like many of you are at your home or your apartment. Who knows how John was feeling? And he has this vivid vision of Jesus alive from the dead. And at the end of that vision, John writes this. This is, I'm reading to you from Revelation chapter 1, verse 17. When I saw him, Jesus, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and he said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and Hades. That command at the beginning from Jesus, do not be afraid. Man, what a good command to hear at a time when many of us are feeling fear or anxiety or apprehension over all sorts of things. Scholars argue that command is the most common command in all of the library of scripture, that from Genesis to Revelation, do not fear, is the most repeated command from Jesus and God and the writers of the Old and the New Testament. But as we all know, that's a pretty hard one to live out. Fear is a signal from our body. God literally hardwired it into our nervous system to navigate, negotiate danger in the world. But fear often becomes far more than a signal from 
from our body. It becomes a tyrant or even a form of trauma. And so how do we live with fear and even move beyond fear? Not the healthy kind of signal from your body, but the other kind of less healthy kind of fear. Well, Jesus has two very simple invitations. One is to look at him. I love that line again, quote, now look, I am alive and forever and ever. There are a lot of things that we could look at today. The front page of the New York Times or whatever our news source is, the recent stats coming out of Italy or China, some of the fear in our own nation, the political divide right now, all legitimate stuff to read about and stay aware of. But Jesus' invitation is to look at him. And when we look at him, it's been said that if you fear God, you need fear nothing else. And when your inner gaze of your heart, your thinking and your feeling is really directed and then redirected at Jesus hour after hour, day after day, it does an incredible work to mitigate against and calm the fear in our heart. And then the second invitation is, I love it, I hold the keys of death and Hades, end quote. I was listening to a teaching on this recently from Daryl Johnson, who is a older, wiser Bible teacher from Canada that I adore. He gave this brilliant teaching on Revelation 1, and he just interpreted that line to mean, Jesus is saying, I hold the keys to what you most fear. What could be more terrifying than not only death, but Hades, or in the Christian imagination, hell? And Jesus is not saying, don't worry, nothing bad will happen to you. Some kind of cavalier, don't worry, everything will be just fine. We're hearing some of that right now online. Jesus is actually saying, no matter what happens to you, even if it's death, and remember, this was the early church facing martyrdom on a regular basis, you do not need to be afraid. I have the keys to death and Hades. And if we don't need to fear that, we need fear nothing. So as we end our time together today, I just want to invite you to pray with me. Take a moment and just take a deep breath or two. Just breathe in, slow down your breathing, come back to your body, to the moment. If it's helpful, just Feel your feet touch the floor. Feel that ground beneath you. If you're sitting down, feel just the weight of the chair or the couch or whatever it is holding you up. Remember how God himself is holding you up. Become aware as you breathe of the Trinitarian community of love and of joy and of peace that is all around you, more that is in you and just breathe in the presence of the Trinitarian community. Breathe out your anxiety, your fear, worry. If you want to just draw to the surface of your mind, what is it that you most fear today? What is it that right now your mind is just off wants to go worry about. Just draw that to mind. Don't deny it, don't minimize it, don't fix it. Just set it before Jesus in your imagination. Look at Jesus looking at what you most fear. 
And then in your mind, just turn that fear over to Jesus in prayer. And let it go. Release the illusion of control. And breathe in the peace of Jesus. I pray you have a wonderful day. To end, I just want to pray over you a benediction from another short little book near the end of the New Testament, the third letter of John, verse 2. Listen to John's prayer, and I just want to pray this over you. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. Peace to you. <laughs>